You know, I hear all the chitter chat about me not being really a great defender, and I can't guard faster guys, shiftier guards. Wait a minute, who the hell who, said that? that? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say his name. Okay. <laughs> a Sherrod, Sherrod Berkeley said so. <laughs> and uh, those guys from the Garden Report, all of them, okay. don't think I'm a great defender. So you know, I just been coming out every game trying to prove and let them know that I'm still first team two years in a row running. So shut the fuck up. In my 10 years of playing basketball, I don't think there's one teammate that doesn't like me in the locker room. So I knew that was full of shit. That guy, Kevin O'Connor, I don't even know why I mentioned his name or not because he doesn't deserve my two cents. But I remember every name because I'm like an elephant. So with him saying I'm not liked in the locker room, that was funny because that's not the case. It's never been the case. Yeah, so that was just him trying to get some clickbaits with my name. But I'm used to it. Why not mention my name? especially with our team going through, you know, up and down season, like everyone's trying to say. So it makes sense to, you know, point out one of the veteran guys. All right. Another episode of the Cosmic Street Podcast. Joseph Pavone here alongside Sean Dutra, Joel Pavone. Man, what a weekend. Listen, I'm coming back from Atlanta. Sunday night, and the last thing I expected was Marcus Smart to talk about the Garter Report, Aisha Rod Blakely, and then Monday morning comes along. What is it? Less than 12 hours later, ESPN fires Paul Pierce. All this stuff's going on before the Celtics uh, almost, almost dropped back-to-back games. One against the Philadelphia 76ers and the other one against the New York Knicks. Of course, we're breaking down. Tristan Thompson was back. He's had plenty to say after the game. Brad Stevens was a little snippy with with one of uh, Sean's favorite guests, one of my our favorite guests, I should say. But I just thought it was funny the way Sean was was all about John Corrales the last time we had him. Brad Stevens giving him a little attitude, Sean. What do you think about that? Did you see that? Bully ball, baby. Let's go. I like it. I like this new attitude from the Boston Celtics. If that's what it takes, then you know what? This is the the me against everyone, the the us against the world mentality. If that's what it takes, then sign me up. Whatever it takes to, to, to try to salvage this season because there's not a whole lot of games left, of course. You know what? You know what I, I want to say real quick before we get into our guests and everything? Like, it, it's not coincidental that all of a sudden the Boston Celtics are copping an attitude in these media press conferences when they hear Sully from fucking Dorchester call him a bitch in the fucking stands because they're fucking playing like... They're, they're hearing all of that. They're hearing everything, <laughs> yeah. Yep. They're doing everything. And you know what? It's great. They need to understand that. They need to understand that. Like, and, and you know what? Take it out on the media. That's fine. I don't care what it takes. If you're going to be playing like you don't care, then guess what? The people that do care that come out to watch a team are now back in the stands. And they're going <laughs> to tell you. They're going to tell you exactly how they feel. They'll pay, they'll pay big money just to tell you how much they don't like the way you're playing. Exactly. Yeah, sure. You know what? That's a really good point, Sean, because you you know a, a good, solid seven-game homestand you know that voice. You start recognizing the voices that really get under your skin. You get. You start recognizing the the faces that really are the witty, you know, the witty jab. Because I'm telling you, man, listen, I'm up top. Okay, I'm on the ninth floor. Most of the media is up there. That's the way we're set up now. And I can still hear what people are saying that are sitting all the way down in the lows. You know, like like everyone can hear what you're saying. Sounds like a heckler's paradise, bro. I may need to get to a fucking game, bro. Joel, what you what you what you think about all this, Joel? Go up in here. Uh, I mean, it's the same. It's the same crap to me because it's like what John said last week on the, when he was on the show. Like they, they, the players, they just you know they group all the quote media into one 
whatever. Whether whether they want to admit that um you know some of the stuff that's been going on is, is is legit or or it's just like like Jalen Brown said, it's just white noise. You know, it's just every day you hear whether it's a a report or a rumor that something's going on in the locker room, but you know if they're all coming together and saying that nothing's going on, then it is what it is. I'm I'm cool with it. Fans can say whatever. All right, let's bring in our guest of the episode, of course, from the Morse Code podcast. We've been on their show. These guys, man, we 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 could have done like two hours of that episode. It was so much fun with these guys. Uh, Dan and Sophie, big fans of not only Causeway Street, but of course, they're killing it on their side, man. A whole A-list uh, a, a freaking guest of, of people, you know, breaking down this Boston Celtics season because there's so much to say, of course, about it. And Sophie... Sophie, he made a name for himself this weekend as well. He had a crazy weekend as well, you know, compared to, to compared to what happened to me and, of course, CLNS Media, hearing what Marcus Smart had to say. But what's going on, guys? Welcome to Causeway Street, your, ber- your first time on Causeway. Welcome. Yeah, appreciate that, man. Thanks for having us on. Feels good. We, we got to stop by uh, Halftime Pizza next time we're on Causeway Street. Thank <laughs> you for stop doing that. Man, Causeway Street doesn't need – it's not even the same vibes anymore, but it's getting there, though. Uh, at least at least yeah. I saw two different uh, – you know, people who are rooting for the Sixers, people rooting for the Celtics. Now, normally that, that sort of stuff pisses mm-hmm. me, but I, I liked it this time. You, you know? know how many times Sway's blacked out at Black, halftime pizza, though? It's, it's like at least... It's got to be up there. We don't have to go back to those days. We don't have to talk about the you know KG Paul Pierce era. Do they, <laughs> <laughs> we can save that for another episode. <laughs> Is halftime still so? in existence, though? I, I could have sworn that they... They went out of business. Ooh, did they, they survive? They, they they've been closed. I don't know if they if they sold the property, but yeah, I don't know if they've been closed. Are they, oh, are they done, done? I I, I swear to God, if halftime pizza goes out of business, we just go fucking take over Orlando, bro. We just go uh, down. I think I'll be all right. I'll be all right without halftime. You know, that, yeah, another yeah, no story for another day. No, another story. Um, <laughs> Paul Pierce <laughs> also had himself a weekend, right? But it wasn't sure with Paul. I don't agree with, but Sophie. I mean, maybe you could shed some light here. You know, I'm gonna let you tell the story. I'm gonna let you tell the side of things because maybe this has something to do with it. Maybe a certain coworker name being thrown in there, mm. one, one of Paul Pierce's ex coworkers. Maybe, maybe that's what had something to do with this, right? With, with ESPN parting ways with Paul Pierce. Yeah, um, it could have been one of his peers and their relation with him that had something to do with it. So, Paul Pierce went on Instagram Live late Friday night into uh, Saturday morning. And it was around like three at three in the morning, so really? I, oh yeah, LA, yeah, over there. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that, that's yeah. the part I never realized. Like, I didn't realize how what an absurd time this was all happening. Yeah, so you know that's for uh, normal people like me who are asleep at three a.m. But when do people normally get strippers coming <laughs> to that? <laughs> well, but fair yeah, question. Like, very fair <laughs> question. Wait, wait. Oh, you talking about three a.m. Cali? You're not talking about so no, 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 no. Three. No, you're right. Three a.m. Eastern. Midnight their time. Oh. Yeah, that's not which too, isn't crazy, I guess. Yeah, yeah. that's not crazy. Yeah, that's not too that's so. crazy. Like, so, did he yeah. did he go on like multiple times? Because I, I I remember he did getting like <laughs> getting like one notification, but I just ignored it. I like yeah, at like one thirty, and I was just like, Paul, Paul's back up. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking <laughs> like, I'm thinking like, what does Paul have to say at one thirty in the morning? But I wish I clicked on it, but I did not. You know, that was uh, like crazy because that was the one night I went out the last like year. The yeah. one night. I'm in Atlanta. It's the night before the wedding. So the one night I'm oh, out, yeah. out on my phone, not noticing my notifications. But yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, it's 3 a.m. I, I had a, a couple adult beverages and oh you know, I, was, nice. I was about to retire for the night. And then I get the notification. So I was like, you know what, Paul? Paul Pierce is always pretty funny when he goes on Instagram. He just like 
yells mm. random words and yeah. just like pans around. He's just an idiot. So, but it's entertaining. So I go on. He's getting a haircut. Uh, he's sitting at a poker table. <laughs> he, there's probably like 15 people around the table. He's in a barber chair. He's getting a haircut from this guy who's like a celebrity slash athlete barber. If you look him up, he's got mm. like 100,000 followers on Instagram. Paul Pierce is decked out in red. So he's like really playing up his oh boy. affiliation with the uh, yeah. certain uh, faction of uh, mm. pals out in L.A. That was, that was an interesting. Uh, they like uh, to shoot dice. Yeah. 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 Are you talking about the Clippers or the Lakers? So, uh, the Clippers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, word. Okay. Yeah. yeah the Red There's a bunch of people. Like at one point, someone hands him what looks to be a marijuana uh, cigarette. I can't. Oh boy. <laughs> and, oh boy. Uh, I will not speculate. I love how Sophie. Sophie's pretty. Yo, you're doing this like a like a like a CNN correspondent. I love it. <laughs> Yo, real quick. You know what this reminds me of? I just thought of this. You guys would appreciate this. This was literally the scene out of the Chappelle Show skit, The Mad Real World. Like, when we're all just like, hanging out in the living room. That's exactly what it was. Who ordered pizza? Who <laughs> ordered pizza? <laughs> you know, get hat off, you can put a headband on. Bro. Like, yeah. Go ahead, so. so I'm just trying to paint, my... a, paint a picture for our listeners, that's all. Oh, God. It looked like a good fucking time. Uh, yeah, it was a great way to put it. It, it kind of from the from the, the <laughs> clips I've seen, that's accurate. Like the mad real world. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it looked like that because, like, it also if you looked at the background behind them, like they were in a nice house, but it also kind of looked like one of those tents that you would rent out for a fucking <laughs> wedding or something. Like I don't know what was up against the wall, but it didn't look like it didn't look like sheetrock. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> you know, you know, so how long did this go? If you had to guess, what was the what's the total half hour, and then forty five minutes? minutes. You watched uh, the whole thing. You watched the whole thing. I, I was there for a good amount of it. I, oh, dude, I was with him through the technical difficulties. He just kept. He was like, pot committed. He 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 would just like pause the video and he'd be like, "All right, guys, like we're done for the night. I'll catch y'all later." Then two minutes later, Paul Pierce is back on Instagram. <laughs> like, All right, well I gotta see what's going He's on. He's like, "Just kidding." <laughs> Yo, if Paul was still if, if Paul was still balling, or put it this way, if Paul was still like you know fourth year in the NBA, Pierce right now, like this oh, would be out on DVD. Like this would be a special right now. Like this no, like, girl's gone wild. Forty five minutes, girls gone wild. Then you would get the uncut version, what you didn't see on Instagram. That's the, right. that's what would come out on the DVD. Well, you, you guys have that on your Patreon page, right? The uncut version. Yes, of yes. We have, we're gonna have to Someone's the best five dollars you'll ever spend. <laughs> Someone sat there and screen grabbed the entire thing. It had to hundred percent. It had to have. Right, so Sophie, how do you how do you how do you uh, play a part yeah. in all? All right, so initially, I was trying to anyone who's not familiar with Instagram Live, you can actually like try to invite yourself into the video <laughs> if they're willing to like accept the invite. So I tried that a couple times. I got some people down. trying to get in the video. They were trying to get yeah, in the video. Yeah, that was hilarious. I was like, I'm I'm clout chasing just like everyone else. Sophie, Sophie got some singles. You just yeah, got yeah. I was he ready got... to throw a couple poker chips at yeah. me. Sophie's at the virtual strip club. I, yeah, I was gonna Venmo <laughs> Paul. Stop playing. Bitcoin here, bro. He's like, I can make it rain too. Come on. So yeah, that's that's the part we're leaving out is that there's some very scantily clad. Just fucking twerking. Um, they're they're having like poker chips thrown at him, which was hilarious, but also just kind of weird. Uh, one of like, them, he sounds like the county sheriff in like L.A. Right now. <laughs> I know. Yeah, seriously, it's like what the, the poker CNN exclusive. What they one do with them was uh, one of them was like giving Pierce a, a back massage. I, like it looked, it looked like a lot of fun. I'll say that. And I so, can't believe it was this long. Forty five minutes. Wow. 
Yeah, dude. And it, they, he would just pan around from like stripper to, to stripper or, or escort girl to escort girl. And it, like almost interviewing them. See? Allegedly. Yeah. Exotic, allegedly. exotic dancers. Yes. Um, exotic dancers <laughs> so i go, was go, curious go. and i i wrote a question in there <laughs> i wrote where rachel nichols at question mark. oh boy a simple forward question and he didn't acknowledge it uh i didn't i didn't hear it I'm i didn't see any of the comments after me say anything in response to it so i was like whatever this is like no one saw this or whatever it was only like 300 people first of all that were in it which is not a lot for a celebrity to go on Instagram live and only see that much. So I go to sleep the next morning I wake up and I got a notification from one of my friends saying like, yo, is this you? Like, did you make, <laughs> you make Rachel Nichols a trending topic? On <laughs> and I look, someone took the screen. So obviously uh, like the story was already viral regardless of me, but right. because the story was already right, viral, right. like but someone said, Paul Pierce had the greatest Instagram live and the best like story of 2021. But like a bunch of people who would watch that video and, and after it had put on, been put on Twitter, someone took a screen grab of my comment, took that picture. And then they took a picture of like, if you go on Twitter and just search topics, they searched Rachel Nichols and it said a couple mm-hmm. thousand tweets. That picture is the one that I kept seeing over and over. I kept oh. seeing that word. Because I'm like, wow, she's trending because someone said that. I never looked at the name though. I never actually, bro. That is like at the wedding. People show me clips real quick, like I'll, you know, yeah. I'm talking to people and stuff. I never actually looked at you know all that stuff until the day after. That's bro, funny. that's how I found out about the whole Paul Pierce thing because that's the <laughs> first thing that I saw was Rachel Nichols tw- like like trending. I'm like, what's going on with Rachel Nichols? Yeah, and well, what I see, I see the picture. See people trending. You assume they're dead or like arrested. Right, or something. Yeah. Something happened, right? Yeah. Something crazy happened. Yeah. And then I just see the DUI. Yeah. DUI. Yeah. I see the yeah. pic with Soapy's name like circled with the comment. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> I'm like, Cambodian Prince. Guy. I know that guy. I'm like, what's yo, legit, bro. Every single oh, like man. every single picture or every single tweet that morning was just like, yo, this dude asked where Rachel Nichols is at. Like that's what that's what every <laughs> single tweet was. Yo. Like like No, no, because you know you know how it goes, right? That from that it goes to, yo, I think she was dead. I heard she was dead. Yeah, that's like, how that's, that's how it starts. That's how it starts. Yeah, yeah. That's how it starts. <laughs> yo, it got to the point where it was just like you know, when, when obviously when uh, further down, like right, when he gets let go or whatever, it's like, yo, it's because Rachel was there. Like, that's why. Yeah, yeah. She's just never got on camera, you know, and that's why he ignored the comment. <laughs> yeah. Cat uh, got your tongue, Rachel. Hi. Let, me throw, let me throw this question to Dan. Yeah. Be serious here, honestly, you know? Uh-huh. Always. Paul Pierce, ESPN, did he deserve to get fired? It's funny. We were just talking about this on, on our show before. I, uh, you know, not throw Soki under the bus, but I do think a big part of it was uh, his co-host was like roped into it. Yeah. I, I think if it just happened like that came out, I think it might lean more towards like a uh, maybe like a suspension. Right. But uh, I think once once Rachel Nichols got thrown into it, I think that's where it became. Maybe we have to look at this as like a, a more permanent, permanent <laughs> solution. Because again, who knows what happened behind the scenes? You know, Rachel didn't go public with anything, but she might have behind the scenes said like, "Hey, like you know, this is kind of fucked up." No, Bro, I, I, see, <laughs> I saw like I saw like women tweeting that out, saying like, "This is a problem with women in the in, yeah, in, that's in, the other thing in the business so or whatever." Can, they got you know they got to get roped yeah. into something like this. 
you know, and and, and they don't get, res- they don't get respected. Like so that. it's like, like oh, okay. Right. So now now so now I, it's now it gets sensitive. You know what I mean? I also said this too. It's like, bro, like I wasn't in that Instagram live video, but and Soapy proved this to be true. But I would assume there's way worse things being said than that. Yeah, not course, even yeah. including what was actually happening. Yeah, yeah. And nothing, and so I think it was one of those things where someone happened to screenshot it. It's funny. You know how the internet works. Like it's just a snowball. People talk about it, and then it goes. Right. Yeah, man. I think. I think. I think. When the minute that Paul was smoking weed, it didn't matter yeah. if it was a strip of dead. Allegedly, he was going to get fired. I guess you're right. Yeah, that's true. Like, so I had everything to do with the strippers. Because if so, if that's that the didn't case, help. Didn't help. You think drinking no. and smoking is, is, is that would have done it? No, it's the strippers. It's the money let, being talked around. Let me, let me, oh, wait, seriously. Go ahead, Sean. Let me explain. Because, you know, the, the thing about ESPN is they're so t- buttoned up with everything that they do, right? So it doesn't it doesn't really matter if it was a stripper or if it was weed. Like, if if fucking, what's what's the guy's name? Um, what's the, you know, I'm, I don't know anybody's name that fucking works anymore. But if Kenny Maine, okay, let's say Kenny Maine comes <laughs> <laughs> on a video and starts talking about like, yeah. hey, you know, I'm I'm fucked up right now and everything's cool. <laughs> he's it, like yeah. any main, even though he's had like forty years at ESPN, he's probably getting fired the next day. <laughs> like, well, that's the other thing we talked about. It wasn't the next day. Ironic. It was like days later, which was yeah. so weird. It was after an episode of The Jump aired. That yeah. it was announced. Yeah, you gotta wait till you gotta wait till Monday. You well, know? I mean, yeah, they probably they probably had a, a meeting with him, and then uh, yeah, I could does. I could kind of you know guess how that meeting went. And Paul just probably told him to right. go fuck yourselves because like I'm well, not getting, so, I'm yeah. not getting suspended or whatever over this because like there was nobody like nude or whatever. But it's the fact that the way the women yeah. looked in the video. That's all. That's what it is. Well, yeah. so, and then, and then Sophie's comment didn't help either. Is anyone <laughs> told the New York Post that no, it was it was the fact that he he did it on his own IG. Like, he broadcasted himself. It right. wasn't like. His friend did right. it. And by the way, where where was the where, where the homies at? Where were your boys at? Where, like, yo, I swear, if you Joel or Sean didn't grab my phone after ten minutes, yo, we ain't friends no more. We're not friends after anymore. ten minutes, bro. I would have grabbed that shit after thirty seconds, bro. Like, put that. Down. Yeah, I agree. Put, put it down, bro. I, <laughs> no, I, I used to say the same things that. around, yeah. um, after like when the James, bro, I'll grab that phone. So that's what Joel would say. Yeah. It was similar. I had a similar thought to like when James Harden was getting caught at strip clubs like every other day. It's like, dude, you're you're you don't have someone in your crew saying like, Hey, this probably isn't a great idea for someone who's trying to proactively boost up their trade stock. You Dude, probably shouldn't be in a crowded event where you work for a company the would, NBA that has very strict rules around what you can and can't do. In the party, but we don't have to go live. You yeah, know, exactly. Put it this way. Okay. For, for Paul Pierce to go live, like, so well, like, you know me, like how many times do you think I'm like, and like in that life, and I'm just like, yo, I'm about to go live. You guys are like, no, don't do it. And then like, you know, there's, yeah, there's I got nervous. Day. The way you just said, yo, I'm about to go live. I just got nervous. That's- yo, there's, there's <laughs> one one day where you, where everyone's just like, you know what, Paul, if you're gonna go live, fucking go live. Dog. Just do it at three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. No one will see it. <laughs> but, but also at the same time, like, no, let's, let's no take, don't go live. Let's think about Paul Pierce. Like, does he need the ESPN money? No. Nah. Does he need? Does he need? like something to do yeah so like now he's just gonna be the stripper guy and like is that the worst thing in the world <laughs> i hope that's on his lasting legacy. no but the thing no the thing no the, no I, the, I i would agree with you if that was actually the case but i feel like uh, the majority of of those that are didn't approve so to speak mm-hmm. are like mm-hmm. oh he's in his 40s he's married it was his son's birthday that day like what the he's fuck you know married. what i'm saying 
I know, but that's the thing. Are but those things you, true? Well, I mean, you not, every, not everybody, not everybody knows that though. Not everybody knows that. Everyone's just gonna assume. Hey, if it's his son's birthday, depending on how old the kid is, yeah. three. Go bro. off, King. If it's if it's midnight, you're turning up, dog. I was gonna yeah. say, like, the son had a chance to party during the day, and then Paul puts him to sleep, and is like, "All right, hand me my phone. I know what to do now." I yeah, Sean would absolutely have the, uh, the 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 baby camera going with, with Jordan sleeping upstairs the whole time. <laughs> Especially in that mansion, you know, you know, you know the the, the, the kid's room is like freaking a thousand feet away. Like he's good. No, <laughs> that's what I mean. Like I don't, I don't, I don't. I, I so I'll put this to you guys: Is anyone mad at Paul Pierce for doing this? Nah, I could care less. No, no, nah, I'm not cool. No, it makes God. it makes it the it boomers. The boomers are mad. The boomers are mad. Single Paul, man, it's going through a phase. It's going through a phase. I, I said it on our show earlier. I, I, I think my Paul Pierce stock has gone up a little bit. <laughs> it's a cool move. Up. It's, it's it's the fact that I can't wait to see what's next. He, he really, you know what he realized? He's like, you know what? I like getting like, you know, five, I like this. I like getting five hundred thousand dollars a year from ESPN, but I don't need that bullshit. Like, I don't need that shit. I'm <laughs> $175 million in the NBA plus my shoe bills plus my fucking other shit. And then you know what? If I want to go yeah. now, now that I'm now that I'm divorced and now that I'm single and now that I want to do whatever, I want to I want to I want to have strippers around me because I just yeah. old and I'm rich. So, so yo, wait, so are you saying he, he did this on purpose to get to get out of his ESPN contract? Is that what you're saying? Some people are saying that. I've I'm seen not, that. No, I just don't think I just don't think I, don't know. I think that I so so well, I'm not saying he did it on purpose to get out of it. Like I just think that he was oh. like, you know what? I don't need ESPN telling me what to fucking do anymore. You know what I mean? Like that was yeah. his, he was just like, yeah, fuck it. I'm just gonna do what I'm gonna do. <laughs> That's funny you say that because Max Max says that he wouldn't be surprised if he was warned because of that time he went uh, on New Year's Eve and he was clearly intoxicated. I think it's another mm-hmm. time too where it was nothing like that, no strippers or anything. But I was like, I don't, I don't think that. I don't know if ESPN would have warned him about something like that. I just think it's just mm-hmm. one of the things where he just he just went on. He was. He was really drunk and and he paid for it. No, I think yeah. I don't. I don't think I don't think he ever thought like, oh, I'm gonna get fired for this, right? Or, I don't think or I'm gonna, gonna get suspended right. for this. And I, I and I don't think honestly, like you know, when it when it just happened, I was like, it's, it's a funny moment, and I was like, now now it's gonna be instead of the memes of him with the two phones or 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 like the 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 quote hot takes that he is gonna be just about these pictures or these videos that have been out. <laughs> It'd be Sophie's message. Yeah, right? and then exactly, yeah. and, and then it was gonna be over with, but like. When right. I when he it was like oh they parted ways so I was like oh shit like I didn't think it was yeah so <laughs> I think it was that my, deep. <laughs> my favorite part is that uh you know like throughout the whole thing most of the strippers were behind him and if you catch the screenshot of the picture where my text comes in <laughs> he's holding the phone up pretty high because yeah. he's trying to catch and show everything that's going on behind him yeah. but the way that he's looking at his phone like the text is coming through it looks like he's looking directly at my question that's your question yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and he's like wide eyed like oh shit like question. <laughs> and so i don't know if he saw it i'm sure he's seen it by now but also i oh, don't yeah, know if you definitely. guys saw i think rachel may have kind of acknowledged it because she she then like on monday the way that i had worded the question was where's rachel nichols at on monday or no sunday the next sunday day, um she was doing like the the clippers lakers sideline and she she wrote so where's everyone at I'm doing sideline of the Clippers, like yep. Lakers game, whatever. And I was like, that could be coincidental, but at this point, no. he's definitely seen it. So I, I think of that was kind of that, like that wording. Yeah, that wording too. Why would you not? Why would you? How could you not see yourself trending? That just seems silly to me. At least if you have a publicist and stuff, or yeah, ESPN would say, "Hey, by the way, you're trending." There, right. There's zero exactly. percent chance you didn't know about it. 
Yeah, she had so. to have knowingly like worded it that way. But yeah, also if um, I want to get ahead of two things, if Paul comes back to NBC Boston, which I don't think he will, but if he does, nah. or if he ends up on your show as a guest at some point, I would like my thanks in advance because. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we got you. We'll definitely remind you. Oh, that's the other thing. Like we said, if he ever comes on our show, like we have the perfect icebreaker, like between him and Sophie. Like <laughs> you might recognize this handle. Uh, <laughs> I kind of inadvertently got you fired during a pandemic, but no big deal. My bad. I, w- I want to <laughs> make the shirt of just like take the on your on your day off. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. Try to get fired on your day off, Paul. Yeah, Leave with that. Leave with that. Craig Pierce. I, I want to make the shirt with that picture of just him looking up at that text. I think that's <laughs> a photo. fire picture. Yo, that would be a great a picture. Photo. Yeah, at least one of those girls back there, right? So, oh, yeah. So. This episode of the College of Street Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Now, now BetOnline.ag isn't just about sports. If you don't want to bet on sports, BetOnline has other options, such as award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. Now, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Head over to BetOnline.ag. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Now, don't forget to use that promo code CLN. 50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline.ag. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag. Your online sportsbook experts. All right, let's talk about this damn Celtics team because, I mean, you saw them, like I said, from the top, right? You're facing... One of the top teams in the Eastern Conference, and even though they only lost by ten, it felt like they lost by like thirty, right? We'll, we'll get more that in a second, right? But then you see them top the New York Knicks, survive the New York Knicks, if you will, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, the, immediately after the game is is, is Marcus Smart hitting that three pointer, right? Mm-hmm. Better yet, Tatum setting him up for that pass, right? The way they were passing in general, um, it's a lot of encouragement there. Marcus Smart obviously has been in the in the news for not being that guy that you can rely on down the stretch. Maybe he doesn't take the best shots down the stretch, but of course that wasn't the case against the New York Knicks, but you know, the Celtics one by two, they're a 500 team. Like I said, from the top, they're failing themselves. Tristan Thompson calling out reporters. Um, where do you guys feel like is, is this, I mean, you ask me, it's great. I, I, it's hard to find something negative about it, but when you hear, of course, what Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown had to say, the conversation that they had, the outside influence, quote-unquote, the way they put it, do you start to think that, okay, it's a good thing, but also are you worried that like maybe maybe they're a little thin-skinned right now, or at least that the, what they're hearing goes directly to their head more than we have, would have thought before we, we heard what they said after the game? Yeah, I, I'll jump. I mean, I think... And again, we, we, we talked about this recently, I think. I think one of the more troubling things to me is that their leaders right now, if you want to you know, consider them Tatum and Brown, it seems like they're almost like shocked by the fact that the, the media is saying negative things. That they get criticized. It, it's like, what the hell do you expect? Like, I can't remember a team, not even the Celtics, just a team in general, who has come up so short in regards to what their preseason expectations were. Like, I know you guys talked about this last time. You're, you're kind of like ragging on Sean about like putting him in the Eastern Conference Finals. I, I or the Finals rather. I comfortably had them in the Eastern Conference Finals. I mean, I, again, we didn't know what was going to happen with Brooklyn. There were a lot of question marks there. We didn't know Philly was going to be Philly. 
I thought, hey, they this might be the year they get past the at least get past the Bucks, Nets, or Sixers. I thought they could beat one of those three. I definitely don't see that happening now. Um, but either way, it's just like like you said, Sway. Is it getting to their head? Are they thin skinned? I think they've done a terrible job with facing adversity in general this year. Because you know, as soon as they they're down ten, they might as well, they might as well be down thirty. Because you know that's coming next. Like the Philly games, exactly right. what happens. Um, right. Whether it's adversity with the score, with the media, with and, and Soapy's touch on this too. The whole the whole back and forth on social media. Like where the fuck did that come from? Like when they were all going on Twitter to defend the Tristan right. comments or rumors and stuff. Yeah, like, it's like what are we doing, guys? Like that is not yeah. what a the Boston Celtics do. Like that's, 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 that's Miami heat. That's like, that's, that's those other, other guys. We don't do that shit, but I don't know, bro. Like it in general, the only, the best way to describe this season for me is just spending no cap cap at all, bro. It's like (laughs) incredibly disappointing and frustrating. (laughs) Capless. Capless. (laughs) You notice, but Dan ain't never won a cap in his life. (laughs) No, no. To this day, especially on Twitter. Um, I just don't, I don't know how to get a read for the team. Cause like we're, we're talking to someone on our show either today or the day before it's like, they'll have games like the Charlotte win was solid. Um, I guess even last night, who else? They beat Milwaukee recently and then they get their doors blown off by Dallas and then Philly. And it's like, what are they a game under 500? I think maybe a game or two under 500. Oh no, they're, they're, they're 500 right now, but yeah, they're 500. Perfect. Yeah, even better five. for my, even better for my point. They're the epitome of a 500 mediocre team. Like, I don't think they lean one way or the other. And that's the most frustrating part because that's so below their expectations that it's a, to my original point, it just bothers me that they get like, they're, they're like, they're shocked when someone from the media has something negative to say, what do you expect? You have to answer those questions because there's nothing bad when, when they're winning and they love getting the praise, you're 500 teams. So you literally should have equal amount, (laughs) amount praise and and criticism. I think, I think, I think the main, I think, uh, the main problem is, isn't that they're a 500 team? Because if they were just a 500 team and like we could like understand that, we'd be mm. okay. They were underachieving 500 team. And, oh my God. Big time. Yeah, because they, they legitimately should be, they should be 10 games <clears throat> over 500 right now. I, I mm. could, I could, I could in one second count five games that they should have won this year. You know what I mean? Like I didn't like, mm-hmm. not even thinking about it, five games they should have won. You know what I mean? Um, and I think, uh, you know, everything everything that Brad Stevens has done in his career has been overachieving or, you know, it's been someone else's fault. And now, like, literally, it's like, hey, there, this team needs a leader and, and it's got no leader. And I think I think that's also why you're getting that little bite back from the media. It's because there there is no leader and everyone's just like, you know what? I'm just going to fucking do it myself. I'm just going to fucking tell these guys to fuck off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, no one else is saying it. So fuck these guys. You know what I mean? We like, yeah. like the, the fact that Marcus Marcos and, and Sway, sorry, bro. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying anything negative about the garden report, but if Marcus smart is watching the motherfucking garden report, we got a problem. Like, Big problem. Look, like he walked off the court, and that was the first thing on his mind. Like that's, that's not a good look. Like somebody on the Garter Report, you know what? I'll put it this way: there is a section of Boston that actually watches the Celtics and understands the Celtics, understands that you know Marcus Smart isn't a throwaway piece. 
like a lot of other Boston sports media thinks. <clears throat> Felger Maz, which I got to talk to you guys about in a little bit. <laughs> uh, and also, you got to understand that Brad Stevens is not an awful coach. Like, <clears throat> Felger Maz is going to fucking tell you on the on the radio every single mm-hmm. day, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but there is something missing there. And to figure it out is going to take a lot more than just lopsided, like, head like French revolution motherfucking ideals where you just chop people's heads off every single day. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you got to think about it and you got to think about it uh, intuitively. So like the, my, my biggest thing is like, uh, are, are the Celtic? So this is what I can't figure out. Are the Celtics getting mad at Felger and Maz part of Boston sports media, which gets the most pub and has the most ridiculous things, or are they getting mad at the actual, Boston sports fans and the Boston sports like media that cover the team that are starting to be like, hey, motherfucker, this ain't this ain't good enough. You know what I mean? Like, what what are they getting mad at, and what's pushing that reaction? I think it will will be the will be my big question. I'm hoping they're mad at themselves at some point, right? They must at some point. I'd be I'd I'd like to have them say, hey, like, you know, stop talking about what the media is saying. Stop talking about everything else, like internally yeah there's a problem that's what we're pissed about i'd love to hear that and maybe maybe they have said that I, you guys are closer to the team than, than we are but that's what i would that's what i think should be the problem because to your point like you said earlier sean you should not walk off the court and your first first thing on your mind is i can't wait to get to the podium so i can rip this youtube post game show who said something mean about me that's on the I'm, internet uh, like <laughs> yeah if you want to if you want to get to that just hit me up after the post game. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'll tell you everything, everything about your shit that stinks, bro. I, I got mm-hmm. you. I mean, I'm looking at, I'm looking at, like I said earlier, I'm looking at it from this perspective of like, if this is going to get them, you know, motivated, like as a team, yeah, yeah. Then, mm-hmm. then, then fuck it. But if, like you said, uh, Dan, if like they're worried about, oh, I wonder what, uh, you know, what they're saying about me on Twitter, and which Danny H has kind of Twitch. alluded to, uh, <laughs> You know, in the past, that this this roster in particular is not mature enough because they're, they're mm-hmm. like they're just focused on like their numbers or they're focused on uh you know their averages or or, or whatever the case may be. That is like it's an individual thing rather than a team thing, and that's not that's yep. not Brad Stevens. That's not a Brad Stevens roster. Plain and simple. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, I thought of this too. I think it's a tough look. Um, <laughs> the fact that we're like. Think about the recent games. I guess all the games, really. Like, who were not even winning or losing, but just playing competitive games against. We're playing competitive games against the Knicks, Detroit, Charlotte. (laughs) Like, what are we doing? Like, we should be playing. Going into the season, I I fully expected us to be in that. Because if you look at the East, it's it's literally two different worlds. There's the Bucks, the Nets, and the Sixers, and there's a huge drop off from like four through twelve. I really, I think it's really discouraging that we're not to mention in that, but at the bottom of that four through twelve group, as opposed to that top three. That that's the most frustrating part. Yeah, Dan. I mean, in my opinion, the Celtics should be. I I, I always knew that the Sixers, Bucks, and Nets would be the top, mm-hmm. would be in the top three. But I yeah. thought top four when we first came. Right. That's what I mean. I I figured that there would be a clear distinction between the top four teams. And then that five through twelve would be whatever mm-hmm. happens. Happens, you know what I mean? Like maybe the Raptors, maybe the Heat, maybe the maybe mm-hmm. the maybe the Pacers. You know, you never know. But the fact that the fact that the Celtics, the, the the fact, you know what pisses me off more than anything 
is the fact that the Heat played an extra six games in the fucking bubble and got off to a worse start than you and are beating you in the, oh, yeah. in the regular season. It's like, it's like, and, and have made better moves than you have. It's, yeah. and, you know what I mean? So I, I, that that's the one thing that that sort of gets me. But when I when when I think about the Celtics and the media, there's not a good main source media that deals with the Celtics. There's yeah. there's not. There's just not. I mean, Felger Maz, you want Patriots, you want Red Sox, fine, go to Felger Maz. You want mm-hmm. uh, EI Red Sox, then fine, that's fine. Like. For years, I agree. But, but, but they're, not, they're, not, they're not at the top of anybody's list when it comes to like like sports talk. Yeah. So the fact that that you keep bringing up Felger Maz, like that's that's like they're they're irrelevant when it comes to the Celtics. No, it's not. They're not though. They're not. Though. They are because it's the fans. If the fans want to listen to them, that's fine. But like if the Celtics are listening to them, I wish I doubt. No, they're then not. That's though. a problem. Let me let me tell you why though. Let me tell you why. The reason why they're not. They haven't been relevant. Um. On, on a Felger and Maz type talk show, right? The big sports show talk shows mm-hmm. for years is because there's been so much winning in Boston for years. No one's winning right now. So right. they're looking at the Celtics more critically because they're like, wait, you guys should be at least winning. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of, there's a lot of like, there's a lot of assumptions being made and there's a lot, there's a lot more talk about the Celtics happening on those main shows that I think are probably, you know, getting at least getting to the Celtics, which, you know what, I, I, at, at the end of the day, I'm not mad at Boston media influencing a team because I do think that in some cases that is a great thing to make sure that the team is pressured to win, right? Yeah. But you don't have to take everything they say fucking seriously because they don't, they don't understand what the hell's going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. The firebred Stevens people need to get the get the, the hell out, bro. Like, who the hell is you gonna get that's better than Brad Stevens? Like, if you wanna, if you wanna say, if, if I, I, I wanna, I want to start the the uh, movement of replace Walter McCarty because since Walter McCarty left, we've had nobody on the bench mm-hmm. that legitimately been an NBA player until this year when it's Evan Evan, Evan Turner. Turner and yeah. Evan Turner isn't. No, Walter McCarty, bro. You know what I mean? Like he's not the mm-hmm. he, he's he's the most uh, anti Walter McCarty of all time. So I don't know. I'll get off. I'll, you know, you guys tell me what you think. But so, so I, what, what do you think? Because I I I feel like and 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 like I haven't realistically, honestly, like we're not let's not let's not bullshit ourselves here, right? You know, we 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 mm-hmm. we do we do podcasts in Boston. We're Boston sports fans at heart. We wouldn't be doing this if we didn't feel one way or another about any of the Boston sports teams, right? So maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm I'm one of the few that feel this way. Like sports radio, even the local uh, shows on TV, they they all have a narrative. They all have a narrative. It's like the Celtics aren't always like I said, and always on the top of, uh, of 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 the list here for for topics to talk about. So it's like you know, oh they're doing bad. Oh oh they they're a 500 team. Oh great, perfect. Let's talk about that right now because no matter if the South, no matter if the Red Sox and the, and the Patriots are doing bad. They're always going to be talked about regardless because they're talking about, uh, you know, draft picks. They're talking about, you know, who's available, who they can trade for, yada, yada, yada. When the, mm-hmm. when the Celtics are in, are in season, they're talked about more, obviously, because they're, when they're out of season, they're barely, they're barely spoken about. So so what do you think in terms of, like, you know, the narrative in the Boston sports market? 
Yeah, that's a good question. It's tough because like I'm a, I'm a fan of obviously the teams, and I'm a fan of a lot of the media too because I consume it like from an entertainment entertainment standpoint. So even though they fire off ridiculous takes, on the one hand, I like it because like um, sometimes like if you there's certain coverage and certain channels I won't name them, but a lot of times it's like almost too positive, even when things are going bad. Like I mm-hmm. think I think NBC Boston does that a good amount. Where it's like, you know, Abby Chin will talk about how well fucking Luke Cornette played in his two minutes on the floor or something stupid like that. So I feel like there has to be a balance. But I'm sure at this point, it's gotten back to the players, like you said, because the Celtics are now um, not necessarily the prominent show in town, but Patriots, you know, they took a step back last year. The, the Red Sox were expected to suck this year. So it's really the Celtics and the Bruins that people have the most um, expectations for. So we were like, all right, we thought we were going to be able to pull it together for this year. And now both of them have been pretty disappointing. It's just tough when you hear guys talking about pitting themselves against the media. Because then I start to feel like the vibes of the second Kyrie year where it can either Mm. turn them, you know, all all of them buy in and it's like, fuck this, it's us against the world. Or it's just... 12 individual guys who are all pissed off, but they're still not playing well together. Right. Now, I don't know which one it is but because when different. you watch the games, it's like sometimes even when they're playing well, I think where you can tell the maturity of a team is the Celtics can't win a game unless they shoot well. That's the only way that they can win a game. They can't oh, yeah. win a game like defending it in, a, in like a tough it out kind of an ugly game aside from somehow the Knicks last night. Uh, they can't, they're not going to outscrap you. It's strictly off of are Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum going to play two very good individual games. And if they don't do that, then they're kind of shit out of luck. And like Dan made a point on our show a couple times that I thought was good, which is that like as much as people rail on them for maybe being a little ISO heavy at the same time, um, I think, I think you guys said this too, you, you and Corral, so maybe, um, one of you guys said it on your last episode. Like realistically, Brad right. Stevens' team is made to be built on trust and moving the ball and moving yourself. But with this team, it's like, well, is Jason Tatum gonna gonna throw it to Grant Williams for an open jumper? Like, I don't, I don't fucking blame him for that. This, shit, this team is just full of a bunch of it's Tatum, it's Brown, Kemba every other night. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. uh, Smart and you then call him Cam. Robert Williams. You can call him Kem, or you can call him Bob. That's what I do. That's true because it's only it's only half of those things. It's yeah. only half his name, and so it's like cool. beyond those guys, they have a bunch of of guys who on other teams would be the twelve through fifteen guy, but then on this, they're yeah. six through nine, and that sucks. I, I remember too. Like I don't think it's happened too much recently, but going, I remember I remember a couple specific games. One was the Laker game. There's games when they have to overcome Kemba shooting like literally three for 14 from three or shit like that because they're giving him the ball. And it's like what I don't at at that point, do I think sometimes they're a little selfish? I I don't like using the word selfish, like whatever you said, so be isocentric. Tatum is a little more guilty, I would say, than Brown. But to your point, what what do you want me to do? Like I'm from Kane's perspective, the best scorer on the team, one of the best scorers in the league. So you want me to, instead of dribble and try and make a shot, set up Semi Ojale or set up Peyton Pritchard, who some of Peyton Pritchard's shots last night were from fucking 
Mars for no reason with like 10 seconds on the shot clock. But anyway, I like it. I like it. Keep doing it. Oh, <laughs> I like when they go in. I think he's got um, his blood, man. I think he does. Yeah. But I, I don't know. It's, 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 not, it's, not, it's not easy to watch. I got you. There's no, I just, I don't know. I, yeah. And I think whoever just said it was Sean or Soapy, like Brad Stevens' offense is built on some minimal level of ball movement. Sometimes it's just not there. And, and it kind of is what it is. But when Tatum puts up 35, it's great because they can win by four points. Yeah. It doesn't. <laughs> it's a Dallas game. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean, you know, that's where I think this year, more than any other year, it's Brad Stevens. Is I mean, t- fucking, I'm a Brad Stevens guy, bro. I'm like a Brad Stevens okay. guy. Yeah. And there are so many times that I'm like, they get a rebound, and I look, I, I look to the sideline. I'm not even playing, though. But I looked at a sideline for Brad Stevens, and he's just like, come on, come on, come on. And I'm like, yep. call a play, Brad. Like, call yep. what to do. You know what I mean? Like, no, that's where you, this yep. you need, this where you need to be. But Brad, know, just like, run that one again. Run that, run that, run that shit where Tatum just dribbles and just fucking. Uh, <laughs> outlet, 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 guys. Come on, come on. <laughs> And we also got the uh, Patreon. Sign up, subscribe, get up Causeway After Hours for some. Uh, if you think we're crazy on this show, you gotta check out the After Hours. That's when we're really crazy. Oh yeah, you want you want to see the young you want to see the uncut side of Causeway? I'm in the car with my wife, and my phone's going off in my pocket. I'm like, I fucking pull in my pocket. I go, Paula, I'm driving. Can you, I, I don't want to like look at my phone while I'm driving with Jordan in the car. So I was like, just just tell me what's going on. <laughs> and she's literally like, what the fuck, Sean? <laughs> like immediately it's my fault. You're fucking hanging out with people willy-dilly because <laughs> you got to be the center of attention. Ah, you're like all this stuff. And I was like. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what? She didn't even tell me. She didn't even tell me that you got COVID. I'm just, I'm just. I didn't have COVID, by the way. Just uh, just as I told you what the message said. Why did you get COVID? I didn't get COVID. Why did you get COVID, though? (laughs) I didn't get COVID. When when Paulo told me what happened in the text message. (laughs) How did she say it? I got to hear this. How did she say it? After she stopped yelling at you. She basically went, you have fucking COVID. By the way, I, this is a side point. This is a side point to my whole conversation. But anyone who says that Tatum bitches at the refs, fuck you, because Tatum drives enough to get some fouls, and he doesn't get a single fucking call. He just he just did it last night. That was it. Bro. <laughs> Not doing this on the break. Yeah. He okay okay okay. Wait 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 wait. You want me to you want me to look up the stats? Sway. They were looking at stats about drive stats, per game. The stats where he doesn't get to the free throw line. The drives the- per game. The drives per game versus free throws per game. You yo, yo, right yo now? It's, this is that's that's an easy fix. Like you're always you're always talking about Jalen's hair or Marcus Smart's hair, or but then but J- Jason Tatum does not nothing wrong in your opinion, bro. <laughs> he, he he can he can do no wrong. You can go. You can go all for eleven. You're going to say, "Well, I mean, you didn't get a foul call, so I don't know what to tell you." So that's what no. happened. Jason, He's gonna look, lose the curls. I mean, Jason, look, cut his hair. Look, bro. no, no. What Jason needs to do is act like a 23 year old and not a 19 year old every time he goes in the mm-hmm. lane and he gets hit and turns around and bitches and complains to the ref. Talk to the ref. I'm not saying kiss his ass, but talk to him like, "Yo, what did I do wrong no, there?" Or what did no, I? You know what I'm saying? Like, if if you if you're gonna be listen to me, listen to me. 
If you're going to be considered a superstar, if you're going to be considered a superstar in this league, if you're you and you, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to you, Dutra. If you think he's a top 10 player in this league, then act like it. Put on your big boy pants and act like it. So act like it, act like it, like, I don't know, James Harden. You think James Harden gets the, you think James Harden. That's, that's completely different. He's completely different. You, and you know why. And you know why. When I'm talking about, when I'm talking about someone like Jason Tatum, look at, look at, look, look at the at, fact that he, he, sometimes for the most part, he avoids contact and then he still gets hit, but he's still upset. Time out. Get hit. Look at Jason Tatum's slow picture. There's a picture online floating around about his dunk last night. Everyone loved that dunk last night. When Taj Gibson basically rocked him in the face as he was dunking on him. Did he get a foul? No. And he's gotten hit worse and he's gotten hit worse and he doesn't get a foul call. What's your point? I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to explain okay. this. I'm trying to explain this to you. Like, how did Paul Pierce in year three or four of his career already know how to how to get to the free throw line? So you want him to flop instead of and complain? That's not a that's not a, that's not I'm not something I'm talking about. I'm talking about <laughs> talking and stop acting like a teen. All right. That's number one. Number two Take the contact. Most of the time, he doesn't take the contact. He tries to avoid it because he's a finesse player, and you've said it. Yeah, I think I think well, that's at least, the biggest thing. At least the two of these guys had a conversation. About it. I mean, geez, I've been I've been asking for this since before the All Star break. But there's you know? a lot. Of, there's, a, there's a lot of people that can come for this from between Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Show some guidance out there. You know what? There's a lot of finesse players, and I will say Jalen Brown isn't a finesse player, and he doesn't get the respect he deserves on the free throw line either. I just, I just, I just don't know what it is about the, that acrobatic layup he did. Oof, that, that 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 call the other day where it got called an offensive foul on him. I almost lost my shit, bro. I almost fucking left the house. No, you, <laughs> me, <Yeah. laughs> went, went straight back to the same gas pump. Oh, depot tends to locker room. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna do the Marcus Smart thing all over again, bro. I'd be like, man. Well, it should have been a Tatum Brown. <laughs> Went back to the gas pump. I, I like that. Good I, reference. Good I think reference. that is a good point, though. I do think Tatum tries to avoid the contact a little bit because I don't know if that's like his style of play to take the contact. I know. I, I still think, obviously, like he deserves way more whistles than he gets, but it does look like he tries to avoid it a little bit when he gets in there. He did it like once or twice, actually, against the Knicks, where he he like pump faked and the player, the whoever was defending him jumped into him and i'm like jesus christ like why can he do that more often why is he always worried about you know have to get like really like smacked in the face to get a call when most of the time you avoid the contact but uh but i'm talking about when he goes to the rim right when when jay when jason tatum goes to the rim and when you see him driving to the rim most superstars in the nba or not forget superstars most stars in the nba top 20 players in the nba Get a call when they don't beat their defender off the dribble. Okay, but it seems like but it seems like every time Tatum goes in, like he is trying to figure out how to score without getting fouled so much but because the- not giving him a call. And then when he does get hit, like there, I, I honestly, Joel, I could I could probably show you two two times a game where he should have gone to the free throw okay. line. And how many? But how many times does he not go back on defense? Does he still bitching to the ref? But but how many but, how many how many times he's not in the, he's not in the play on the other side of the end because he's still like slowly walking up the court like come on man I should have got that he ball never, he never slowly walks up the court he does the what do you mean and he sprints back so he's fine but I'm just yeah, he sprints back to catch up to everybody else how he's many, transitioning back to defense and then they're usually coming back the other way how many free throws how many free throws does uh, does, does he get a game how many free throws does he get a game like four 
I'm guessing four. Yeah. Could you imagine? Could you imagine those other two times he drives if he got four more? If he could, if he's an eight yeah. free throw a game guy, but he shouldn't be an eight free throw a game. He should be at least ten or more because I he's, think he's not driving enough. I think I have a take. I think I have a take. Oh I think part of it goes to like his first couple of years in the league when he was much worse at finishing on around the rim. That refs have gotten used to like. I think they almost have it in their head that he's gonna like botch the layup or lose the ball <laughs> on his way to the basket. No, I'm, I'm being no, you're no, you're no. That's, that's him, not, him that's and Jalen. That's not him a bad thing. Yeah. I think have gotten so much better at finishing at the rim, but I think the refs have Jaylen's, this in mind, so they just assume like, oh, these guys are just gonna lose it, and like before the play is even over or there's contact, they've just decided that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, I, I, I generally don't. I don't think refs think like that. Like maybe. I guess I guess I guess they work enough games where I just don't buy into. I don't think refs know every player's, you know, persistency and ability to finish and what to expect outside of like Sean said, like the Hardens and LeBrons and whatever. They're going to get their calls. Yeah, but they're, they're, they don't everyone like, they don't else like being yelled at every every single time either. So I guess, but I mean, ref since he was fourteen years old. <laughs> yeah, I, I I agree, but I, I think that's part and of that's just part of the becoming, problem. Then. A superstar. Yeah. I don't know. Hey. If you want to put him in that range, it, it. I don't think it's as big of a problem because I don't notice as much. And like I said, you guys are closer to the team than I am. But do I think he get more calls? Yeah, probably. Do I think he could draw more contact? Yeah, probably as well. He, he's not like Joel said. I mean, I think he's closer to a finesse player than whatever the other end of that spectrum is. You know what I mean? I'm not saying Harden's this beast who just charges at people at 100 miles an hour, but he's I'll more. Put it this way. I think yeah. I think Harden. It, it, Harden incorporates it into his game plan on a nightly basis more so than I think. Yeah, Jason part of his does. game is like baiting people into fouls. That's what yeah. I mean. Like yeah. if Harden's going to get 40, he's like, all right, if I'm going to get 40, I need to get 15 at the line yeah, but, minimum. You know, and yeah. I think maybe we were spoiled by Paul Pierce who would get the sure. seven to eight times a game, right? Yeah, yeah that's fair. He, he would do it. I mean, I just I – just, A lot of Paul Pierce talk tonight. Well, I just googled. I just googled. I'm two completely different people. No, no, but no, the guy who went IG live and the guy who's got the free throw line and it was, it was going in this, you know, his fourth. Uh, fourth are they though? I don't know. In the NBA, Yo, you, all I know is if he doesn't get into the Hall of Fame because of this, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. Oh, no, I wouldn't oh, like that at all. That, that's where we're canceling Sophie big time. Yeah, because you know the media is the, they're, they're the ones that vote for the you know vote for the show. Yeah, we so. stole the Springfield, bro. We, I, I, I trust me. I got some. I got some fools in Springfield, bro. We, he made the Hall of Fame. All right. I hope so. Yeah, man. Sean zero cool there. Hey, all, all I'm gonna say one more thing. Sean just went to school there. Donovan <laughs> averages five point six three 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 point uh three three throws. Three point free throws a game. Three point free throws a game. <laughs> That's efficient. But he does five point six free throws a game, bro. If mm. if if Tatum was at that spot, how many games we lose by two points today? This year? You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. Donovan is more of a he goes in more than he than he shoots. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Oh, because you watch a lot of Utah Jazz games? I do watch a lot of Utah Jazz games. <laughs> This is the first time you've ever brought up Donovan Mitchell, and you're and you're and you're, you're convinced that he's a he he shoots less. Oh no, he shoots more. I'm sorry than Jason Tatum. I would say he. Sh- I would say if there's a if there's a comparative if there's a comparative in the NBA to anybody about how I think Tatum's a better player than Donovan Mitchell, but mm-hmm. I would say if how they play, if you're going to talk about comparatively, yeah, they've always been kind of lumped together. 
Yeah, I, mean, I think I think that Donovan Mitchell's more Jalen Brown than than the Jason Tatum, but uh-huh. I mean the only Jason Tatum comparative I can have is Kevin Durant, and and he's he's gonna right. line nine. I can see that. And what about what about Brandon Ingram? Is the only other person I could think maybe is similar ish in their game. Yeah, they get lumped. I mean, anyone in the same draft? Were they the same draft? Or I always yeah, get yeah. those two. Yeah, they were. Anyone in the same draft always gets lumped together a little bit. Um, yeah, Brown. Oh, Brown was Mitchell, right? My bad. Brown was the Mitchell draft, right? right. No, Brown was Ingram and Mitchell. No, no, Brown was Ingram Taylor. because Ingram and Ingram and uh, oh, uh, it went Simmons, Ingram, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Ingram was a top two. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So okay, whatever. It doesn't matter either way. Yeah, I, I, I think they have similar gameplays, same age. Five. So, yeah. Ingram getting the free throw line five point one times a game this year. So I mean, hmm. I mean, you just. I feel like I feel like Tatum still outscores those guys. No, he must be averaging more than those two guys overall, yeah, he's right? Close. Without the free throws, yeah, so. probably, yeah, probably by a couple of points. Yeah. So to Sean's point, that's without the ex- without the free throws. Four point four. So nearly, nearly yeah. every every. Every, you know, that that that's huge. That's yep. that's a free throw a game. That that these top scores on not good teams, but you know, mm-hmm. comparatively teams. And and I don't I don't think that anyone on this call compares Jason Tatum to these players either. Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'm telling you, like there's a there's a line that's drawn, and. Donovan Mitchell and Brandon Ingram are below the line. Jason Tatum up the line, right? Oh yeah, like I agree. getting he should be getting more more love from the free throw line, and he's just not. And I mean, I uh, I, I don't know. That was just a bone I had to pick the other day because I heard like people saying on. Um, by the way, can we are, are we are we going to talk about the Felger Mass thing? What's up with Felger Mass? They suck your dick. Where do you want to go with this, man? You're all what are you doing? What's, what's the question? The question is the question. Like, are they nothing. sucking our dicks? Is that what you asked? <laughs> That's what I asked. Yeah. Uh, no, for me, I can't. <laughs> I can also confirm no. Uh, okay. No, we just reached out. <laughs> second question is. Second question is. Do you? Do you like what Felger and Maz do for sports radio? I I like it. Like I think Sophie said this earlier. From an entertainment perspective, yeah. I mean, if you're a 500 fringe team, I think you need to go one way or the other. They tend to go the negative way. Sometimes it's valid. Sometimes it's a little overdone for I think dramatic purposes. Um, but again, that that's not. I don't treat them as a news source. You know what I mean? Like I, I treat that more right. of as an entertainment source. I, I don't say, oh, game just ended. Let me see what Felger and Mouse have to say. No, I'd rather listen to something like, honestly, like you guys or like CLNS or something. I They're more like the next day. Because here's the thing. They're all, they're all um, they talk about it after it already happened. So they have their whole day to prepare. And you have to look at st- uh, storylines. Like they're in an entertainment business. They need viewers and listeners because they have advertisers. So what is someone more likely to listen to? Break down a box score 500 team? or you know, hey, let's see what they say about Marcus Smart sucking or Brad Stevens need to be fired. So that 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 part of it, I understand. So again, I I I I appreciate it from an entertainment perspective, um, but I can totally see what you're saying. I think Boston media, and I can't really speak to any other major markets because I've never lived there. But yeah, obviously, you find a narrative that's getting you viewers, and you kind of have to ride it out. So I, I kind of alluded to that, and that's just for the Celtics. For the other teams. They're honestly kind of all over this. They've been talking about Jimmy G for like two months, it feels like. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I feel like you hop onto a narrative and just go with it. 
I have to hear another Jimmy G Trey scenario talk. <sighs> no fucking shit, dude. Like I, they've talked about Jimmy G so much. I used to want Jimmy G, now, now I just don't because I don't want to hear about him anymore. Also, I can't stand Jim Murray. I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but oh, I like Jim Murray. He's but I, I like I, him for what I he think is. he plays the biggest like character on the show now because I think he's a when heel. He first started, he was way more neutral, and then once yeah, he realized. Like, no, he, he he was what he was what Big Jim used to be, and now he's a heel. Yeah, now yeah. now he, now he turned into a heel, and I don't like it. It's yeah, big. now he's fully bought into like I'm just going to be the third Felgren Maz person. Yeah, so, he's, he's corporate rock. He it, was it, a fan favorite, then he went heel, and now it's he's he's just a McMahon. He's corporate. Especially rock. if you look at him on Twitter, like this, he's never tweeted like a single positive thing, whether it's sports, not unless it's about Tom Brady. You like any music you like. Uh, yeah, he likes Tom Brady. That's about it. So, yeah, I just take it for entertainment. And then I, I do like when the Patriots are playing really well, like following, listening to them the Monday after a, a big game is usually entertaining. But yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't like what they do in the sense of like, you can only go so far with these narratives before, especially with player empowerment now. I think guys are more likely mm -hmm. to bring up media shit and how it affects them mentally. I don't want it to ever get to the point where Felger and Maz are, are the ones that are like driving these guys out. Cause that's possible. Right. It's enough to like piss these guys off, especially if they're bringing it up in, in, uh, uh, post game press conferences. Now it's like the, the garden report. Like if you guys want to go, if you guys have a bone to pick, like, like those are the guys you chose. I think you turn it on 98 five and you'll have a bigger fucking problem. So I, I, just I don't also want it to get to that. Yeah, I think too, I think Sean mentioned this earlier. It's you know what what should the Celtics be focusing on, or like what is the real thing they're focusing on, whatever. That's the other thing to keep it like local sports media, or maybe speed media in general. It's really the only form of like checks and balances there are, like in sport. Like it's the only real way yeah. to get any sort of gauge on what the pulse of the team. You hear that two queries all the time: pulse of the team. Who knows? Like if you just look at this team on paper, you don't hear anyone else talk about them. You would assume this is a run of the mill average team you kind of need some storylines whether it's good or bad i think to go around it and, and to how we kicked off the conversation it could go one way or the other if it goes Kyrie year two then that's going to be a big disappointment if they genuinely take this and here's the other thing with celtics how many games have they won where the narrative is like all right turning point game here we go and then it's like they get blown out like the next yeah. game so and i hate to say it based on that um what i just said Knicks could be a turning point. Who knows? Like, I really hope it is. You know what? You know but what? they're probably going to lose to the fucking. Who are they playing tomorrow? Some shit, right? Playing the Timberwolves tomorrow. The, the, the worst, the worst team. The worst team in the league. The worst team in the league. Trap game written all over. Here's how the season can go. Here's how the season can go. It can go Kyrie or two, or it can go Paul Pierce, twenty twenty one. If it goes Paul Pierce, twenty twenty one, then I'm going to be sitting here, sitting here. Okay, I don't care if they. Yep. Lose game as don't long care as and weed bro i'm good bro i'm fine i'm, I'm okay <laughs> good note good note to end it <laughs> it's like i, I mean, like that it goes it goes from this team not having an identity to did paul pierce really just save the season like like <laughs> oh we got type, an identity like that type of shit like because like like <laughs> greeny greeny was the one that tweeted that out when when like yeah. when i went down when he got you know let go mm -hmm. from espn i was just like 
yo, it, <laughs> is it is, is Paul it some Pierce kind of conspiracy? New sister Gene? Yeah, right. Like, dude, like this is conspiracy theory of just like, are they, you know, are they, are they like, all, like, like, get the focus okay. on me, guys. The focus, focus on me. Like, forget the others for a second. Focus on me. Like, don't worry about yeah. that. Are, are they one and all since Paul Pierce got fired? Or are they one in one? They're one, one in one. one. It's before uh, Philly. Yeah, that ruins. That'd that. be a great narrative. Wait, real, real quick question: the other side of the media. So I should ask if he's doing any favors. Uh, what What do you guys think of Greeny? In terms of like, in terms uh, of his coverage and like his coverage writes out. I'm a you know when you you talked about the entertainment factor, right? Yeah, of, sure. Of of uh, these radio hosts, uh, Greeny is a little bit of all of that. Like you know, he's a fan. You know, yes. he, he watches the games like because he he can he'll back up whatever hot take he'll have. Yeah. Yeah. And he'll have that, uh, that like smug, annoying, uh, but in a good way, like, like, I don't know, annoyingness, smugness, but he'll back his shit up and he doesn't care what people think. Listen, Greeny knows how to work. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why, that's why he's, he's good at what he does and he's perfect at where he's working at, Barstool, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he is like the Celtics version of Carabas for the Red Sox, but yeah, it's just like, Greeny knows so much shit that he can he could be looking at a pile of shit and be like, oh, well, it doesn't smell that bad. That's what I think of him sometimes when I <laughs> when I read his uh, Celtics takes, like when they play like shit and he's hey. talking about, I don't know, Robert Williams plus minus being like a plus four or something. Like, I don't want to hear that from him, <laughs> but I get it. Yeah, I get no, it. I respect no, him. No, he's good. No, no, I 1000% agree with you. Not greeny per se, not greeny, but like I will go on my Twitter as I'm fucking pissed off about the way they're playing in the third quarter, and they're like, "Hey, uh, someone will be like, hey, you know, uh, Romeo Langford started the game tonight, and that's a great idea." And I was like, "Yo, fuck you!" You know what I mean? That is a great idea because he should be coming off the bench. Like, there's a lot of things in the Celtics media that are green teamers, which I get, and mm-hmm. there has been. I have never noticed this more than ever, like from right now, like green teamers and like anti-green teamers. And there's a nice space in the middle. You know where you'll find? You'll find a Causeway Street podcast in that space. <laughs> you'll yeah. find us right in the middle. I agree with that. Right in the fucking middle where we're pissed, we're, we're angry, but we're, we're, we're straight up. You know? Fair. You guys are fair. I agree. Tell, tell everyone where they can find you. Tell, tell everyone about the, uh, the Morse, Morse Code podcast. Oh yeah, so the the show handles on Instagram at, at the Morse Code Pod. Beep, 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 beep. Same on Twitter. Um, that's a good point. It's actually ironically, it's not. It it is in English. Um, it's not telecast via Morse Code. Uh, you can find me <laughs> at DJ Morse one twenty six on Instagram and Twitter. And then uh, Soapy, what do you got? I'm at Soapy S O P E E underscore on Twitter and at Cambodian Prince underscore. On Instagram, oh, what am I talking about? Yeah. <laughs> uh, everybody knows your handle. You're, you're famous, bro. You're famous. <laughs> oh, how, much, how, much, how much do you love when people ask you to, to say that? You get to, you get to say that. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, that was nice. That was nice. That felt good. I will say, yeah, that felt dude, right. on Saturday, um, Saturday and Sunday, like messaging, commenting, whatever on my Instagram, whatever was the most recent post, just saying, where's Rachel at? Did you find her? Is this, this is the dude that... <laughs> This is the dude that wrote the question. Did you, Did you get end to up finding her? What's she up to? Like so many fucking random comments. And that's why I was like a little nervous because there was also some like backlash from 
one mm-hmm. of her uh, one of her peers wrote that. Oh. Like Joelle talked about it, wrote a wrote a tweet saying like, "This is why women in the media don't like mess with social media that much. Women in, so- in uh, sports don't mess with social media." Maria yeah. Taylor. No, it was um, some girl down. Someone in, I've never even heard of. Yeah. Lane. Actually, I shouldn't even give her the respect of like calling. Nah. Hey, so Maria, you guys can bleep that out, but, but yeah, it was just like, like, come on, most yeah. of these fucking oh, yeah. people knew the joke. Like, I, I'm sure you guys saw the comments and the jokes after. Those were way funnier than what I said. There's always that oh, one. Person. Yeah, There's yeah. Always going to be that one fucking person. Yeah, yeah, but he's he's gotten those comments before, like when he's gone live. And it's like that's the first thing. Like, yo, where's Rachel at? Like, yo, like, <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. So it's like that's he like, hears it every day. Yeah, like that's right. like, that's that's too it's good like, of a joke like, not to not to post. Right. Why it's like, it's like when Scal yeah. walking around the garden, people are like, yeah. "Yo, where's Abby at? You know, or where's Mike?" Yeah, great, great analogy. Yeah, but I'd like but to issue an apology. You issue an apology. What? Okay, okay. Yeah, no, not to not to Rachel, <laughs> no, not to Rachel <laughs> oh, Paul, to or say. anyone involved there. This is a Conor like McGregor moment. <laughs> an apology to Sean for two things. Oh boy, number uh, one. Oh, that's his uh, oh, I am not a J Cole hater. Number one, I can't speak for my co-host. Number two, I never said I was. I. <laughs> I know that there's a point in the Patriots season where, because I was rooting for Brady, Sean didn't care for that. Oh, no. I'm not going to take that back, but I certainly understand where you come from. Just bury the hatchet. He was rooting for him, too. He just didn't want to say it. Well, in the end, he finally revealed his. I'm going to throw this this out there, Soapy. I rooted against Brady, and I bet against Brady every single game until the Super Bowl where I put a lot of money on Brady, and I won. Nice. Okay. Okay, so we're good then. Money talks. We're good. Yeah. That's all. Just a couple of apologies I had to get out of the way. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Ready. You guys. Bye. Thank you, guys. Then. I'm New Jersey, and then we're, then we're straight. Then we're straight. All <laughs> the Force Pole podcasts, if you, if you haven't already, check yeah. them out, guys. These guys are really, they got, they got a really good show going on here. All it's sports. Not just Celtics and NBA right now. Oh, God, no. Nah, no, no, comes to hear us talk Celtics half the time. Yeah, sports. it's tough during the season, but listen, Celtics fans. I mean, Music. again, I, I mentioned it at the top. Like, I guess you got a list of of, of a list, some 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 heavy hitters, you know, as guests. So we we we, uh, we highly recommend you guys should go, go check that out. Go check that out for sure. All right, later, fellas. Later, guys. Later, boys. All right, <laughs> let's make this quick. Let's let's look ahead, Sean. What you got? He's like, he ain't ready to look ahead. Let's just let's just end the shit. We yeah, we good, man. We good. Who the Celtics play? Who the Celtics play? All right, hold on. I, I, let me, hold on, I got oh, it. Let's just wrap it up. You're right. All right. Yeah, we spent about 45 minutes on Paul Pierce and the strippers, so. Yeah, yeah and like 20 minutes on 98.5. For like, real, the- dude. Like, and you're the Jesus. one. And you, you, you've been the biggest. And there's like six of us, bro. You can't just throw a topic out there. It's going to take 20 minutes to fucking discuss, bro. You're, like, not only that, you're the biggest 98.5 guy around. So all of a sudden now you don't like him? No, I, I I don't I don't like what they're saying about the Celtics right now, bro. But what does it have to do with anything? Like, <laughs> they had, no, they had them on their show. That's what I was trying to get to, but I didn't get to it, bro. Just, but also, also at the same time, at the same time, I think what Felger Mass is saying right now, irresponsible. It's irresponsible. They're they're trying to boot. They're trying to get Jason Tatum out of town right now. If you listen to the show, their whole uh, thing. No, this, you're this pissed is why off. You so listen. you can listen in tomorrow, just like they fucking do every time. This is. This is why they do it, bro. Look how mad you are. Like, they, want, they, want, they want the reaction, especially because they never talk Only about entertainment. Yeah, exactly. But what I'm saying is they need to be a little more. I like 
But what I'm saying, that's what Xanis does every single day, bro. Xanis does that every episode. He's our Felger. Like, it's so obvious. It's awful. It's awful. But but at the same time. Oh, it's ratings. That's why we're fucking killing it. And they are, too. They're number one in Boston. But, like, do you really want Jason Tatum to leave the Celtics? No, he's not going to, but people are going to listen to him more and people are going to have a more uh, a strong opinion about it. Look, look what happened, bro. It, it forced them to freaking talk to each other finally, which I've been fucking talking about for two months. Marcus Smart is showing his fans that he had us on his mind after the game. Like, this is the shit I really want to get into, bro. But whatever. Yeah. We'll do another episode, man. <laughs> All right, check us out on uh, CausewayStreet.com for the Celtics <laughs> news, I, rumors, I, and opinions. Yeah, how do we close this out? <laughs> yeah, uh, hit up uh, all, right. all social media platforms at Causeway Street, and uh, we actually appreciate the Morse Code Podcast for shouting out our Patreon. So subscribe, yeah. be entered in the uh, the giveaway for any Celtics jersey of your choosing. All right, hashtag justice for George Floyd, hashtag justice for Breonna Taylor, hashtag justice for Jacob Blake, hashtag Black Lives Matter, and hashtag Stop Asian Hate. Once again, thank you to our guests. That was like a half and half episode. Here we go. Morse code meets Morse code on Causeway. The crossover. That was a good episode, though, bro. That's a good episode. And until next time. Bye. Peace out. <laughs>